This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, Manya. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you. I'm getting, I'm doing great because I'm already mapping out what's going to happen for my summer vacation this year. Yay. So, yeah, yeah. So, so um, already kind of like, you know, figuring out between work and other things going on, when do I get time to, to just kind of get things done that I want to do for vacation? Yes. So yeah. this is episode 12 of our podcast. And ah, we're going to yeah. Be See, talking. I'm too excited about my conversation. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And we're going to be vacation. summertime and vacation and what we're going to do with our friends, because this mm-hmm. year's a little bit different than last summer. So first of all, Terry, do you have any vacations planned with friends this summer? Oh, absolutely. Tell I've me. got, well, well, at not only this summer, but next year. There's a trip planned already for April of next year. That's oh, wow. amazing. Yeah. Wow. Where but, are you going? Well, I am going on a river cruise of the Rhine River. Yes. That an sounds day cru- Viking amazing. cruise from Amsterdam to Basel, Switzerland. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How many of you are going? There's six of us. That's and they're the amazing. same six who three years ago, two and a half years ago, did a quick weekend trip to Iceland <laughs> together. And we've got the same roommates. <laughs> it's like, we've got a pet, we've got a formula here, people. We know how this works. So let's just go with it. Oh, um, wow. That's amazing. Yes. That sounds and so what fun. was. What was amazing is that when the person who usually who came up with the idea kind of put it out there in the universe, there was nobody dragging their heels and go, well, let me check, or I don't know, or how much does it cost? And we all went, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Well, I, I think it's after kind 15 of vacations. Of, yes. After 15 months of not getting to do much of, exactly. of these kind of things. That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And are you, are you doing anything this summer with friends? Yes. Are you doing your traditional Block Island trip? Yeah. Yeah. We are. And this is the same group. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've already know what it's like to live with one another. So I guess we pass the test with one another or we've come to deal with one another. Um, so yes, so it is uh, the annual trip out to Black Island. Black Island is a, a small island about 13 miles off the coast of Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. And um, we rented a house and we rented, I think we had that all set back in 
December. Wow. So uh, for an August visit or for a July visit. So yes, that, so that is all set. And then even prior to that, the week prior to that, I'm visiting family in Michigan. So that's where I might talk about how to get things done. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. Wow. So, so that is what I've geared up for myself. What about you? What are you, do you have any travel plans for the next, for the summer and the rest of the year? You know, I don't. And oh, it's, that's unusual. But... Anybody who knows me knows that pre-pandemic, I was always jetting about here and there. Yeah. Um, and I love to fly and I love to travel and I love trains and, uh-huh. and all of that stuff. And I even love staying in hotels. Um, so <laughs> it has been very interesting to me to be stuck in one place for 15 months. And yeah you know, obviously during this time, it has felt exactly what needed to be happening. Um, Uh But I traveled for the first time. I went to California a couple of weeks ago and I discovered that I have lost my ability to know what time it is elsewhere in the world. Um, I used to travel often enough that mm-hmm. I could make my Boston, my meetings on Boston time. So yeah. my four o'clock meeting, my 9am meeting, it didn't matter where I was. Mm-hmm. I was able to make that meeting on time. I missed so many meetings because wow. I, I'm out of practice in being in a different time zone. Yeah, And yeah. Um, I missed some meetings. One meeting, I just left missed because I just decided to go for a walk. <laughs> there was nothing else <laughs> happening. Um, so I'm really looking forward to getting back to travel to practice that, you know, build up that muscle again. Yeah. But I haven't really, I didn't even think about travel until I got my mm-hmm. vaccine and I didn't even book this trip for California until I had gotten my second shot. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that I was, as safe as I can be to protect myself and everybody else. And so it's only been the past few days when I've kind of realized, oh, I can travel. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I've, I've gotten a couple invitations for weekends away and I have not yet committed. Um, I don't a hundred percent know why, because I want to see these friends and yeah, I want to go where we're going. And I think it's just a little bit of residual, you know, whatever mm-hmm. for 15 months that I'm still kind of trying to get over the feeling of, I, I can't be around people. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, a friend and I have been talking about a big vacation let's see, not next summer, but the summer after. So So summer of 2023. Yeah. And I'm open to that idea, but, and, and I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'm still like, Oh, I can travel again. And, you know, so it's funny because being someone who has so much loved travel. Yeah. um, And I know you've always been yeah, you've spent a lot of time traveling around the world. Yeah. Yes. And so it's funny to me to feel like I'm, it, that that just didn't come back as naturally as maybe some other things are feeling. Yeah. Like back. Yeah. But I am definitely looking forward to 
like day trips to go see my friends mm-hmm. who live in the general area mm-hmm. and getting being able to get together with friends more and in actual real life um Mm-hmm. All of the friends that I see on any kind of regular basis or used to see on any kind of regular basis have all gotten their vaccines and mm-hmm. we are all in a position where we feel comfortable getting back in person. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, looking forward to actually just doing some things with people this summer and I might do my typical summer Fridays where I just don't work on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. There's myself. nothing wrong with that just some extra time to do whatever and mm-hmm. get myself back used to not sitting in front of a zoom screen forever and ever. <laughs> um, not yeah. that I don't love this, but uh-huh. zoom. Well, I think. We, yes. It has been, you know, like a couple of things, it serves its purpose and yeah. it's allowing, it's allowing a lot of people to do um, things like this. So yeah, so there's this purpose, but we're supposed to be outdoors for a bit. So we are. And yeah. here in Boston, in the Northeast of the United States, it is summertime and yep. it's definitely warmer now in Boston. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some of the humidity and the sun is out and it's just lovely. And living in a place like this, where in the winter time, it's can be very dark and cold mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's very important that we get outside and take advantage of this weather while we have it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What, you know, just thinking of the winter, you just reminded me, one of the things that I haven't done, I didn't do last year or before, oh, it was right before we started shutting down in 2020 is that um, friends of mine do like to go ski up in Vermont and there's uh, the president's weekend when all of their kids are on vacation. We've started a habit of a group of us going up to the house and just hanging out up there for a weekend. And that, you know, so that can return. That didn't happen this past February, February of 2021. We were last there in February of 2020 Okay. And yes, right before you know, shut down. a lot I've had in the past, I think as we're all starting to see one another more, the, fr- I want a dollar now, every time the phrase of right before it happened, right before it shut down, because we all were really, you know, just living our lives and doing the things that we like to do right before that. But, but anyway, so it just reminded me that even things like that, that's a quick weekend away. Yeah. those kind of things can get back on the calendar again. So, um, so yeah, so that's, and how did you find, cause I, I had, cause I have family out of state. I had done some flying last year and it was quite shocking just, and not surprising cause I knew, but just how desolate the terminals were. So when you traveled recently, what was your experience in that of, of seeing the the after effect of this? So I left, but I flew out of Boston in late May. And mm-hmm. I would say that if you judge by the actual aircraft that I was on, yeah. I would not know anything was different. Um, in okay. fact, the plane was 100% occupied and they were actually giving out, um, they were asking people to, um, what do they call it? Just 
take themselves off the plane and they were giving them money for it. There's a term oh, for it. Oh, they a voucher or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were giving they people give up their seat. Yeah. Yeah, and it was 100% full the flight wow. the flight there. And then my flight home was I would say 95% full. I did actually have an empty middle seat on the way back. Mm-hmm. Um the airport I left very very early in the morning thinking oh, okay. that it would not be as crowded in the airport and thinking that maybe the plane wouldn't be as crowded, but it was. Uh-huh. Um, so it didn't feel very different because, and I didn't do any flying at all at the, during the pandemic. So I missed the um, deserted airports mm. and, you know, half full airplanes that I know you experienced and other friends of mine yeah. who traveled for various reasons also experienced um, so to me, it effectively felt just like the last flight I took, which yeah. was in February of 2020, at the end uh-huh. of February 2020. Right before. <laughs> exactly. Right before shutdown. So no, it didn't. The only thing that felt different for me was, um, so it, there's still a mask requirement, federal law that you have right. to wear masks in the airport and on the plane. And I, that made me feel comfortable, mm-hmm. even though I was... I am vaccinated and wasn't traveling until I was vaccinated. Mm-hmm. That still felt like what I needed to make myself feel comfortable. But I knew that I'm going to get on the plane and not everybody's going to be a hundred percent in compliance. Right. And it is not my job <laughs> and to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, a, whatever, full stop, not my job. Right. But that it, that I knew that it would make me a little uncomfortable because of how I've been dealing with all this. Mm -hmm. So I realized I just had to, um, I, I heard this statistic really early on and I don't even know if it's true, but I liked the sound of it. Somebody had said if 80% of people wear their masks, 80% of the time we can, we can knock this thing down. This was really early. This was a full year ago. In in general. Yeah, just in general. Just travel. Okay. Right, not just travel. They were just saying, you know, if if almost everybody wears a mask almost all the time, we will knock this thing out. And I, so I've always kind of kept to that when I'm somewhere where where somebody wasn't wearing a mask. I'm like, okay, but almost everybody is. So that's good. So I kind of put myself in that mindset on the plane. All right. As long as almost everybody is wearing their mask almost the whole time, right? It's fine, and I just need to not pay attention mm-hmm. to the people who are not wearing their masks. And I did have to purposefully not pay attention to a few people near me, who because were because they were the twenty percenters. They were the twenty percent. You know, the the guy next to me across oh, the aisle. No. Was, well, no. So no. the across the aisle, the guy was very much quickly lifted up, grab a sip put it back down, put his drink down. So I was like, that's cool. I'm good. The gentleman on my other side, who was right next to me, kept uh-huh. taking his mask off and looking at it. And I don't know what was going on, but I just was like, I need to keep reading my book. <laughs> or I'm going to haul up and fit him. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I thought, I don't know what's happening. Oh, I don't know his story. God. It's not my job. I'm yep. fine. We're all fine. <laughs> But, but, you know, the, the mask thing um, really was, I know people have all sorts of different opinions about mm. why people wear masks and were people virtue signaling and all of this stuff. Right. For me, wearing a mask was two things. It was to protect 
myself and protect mm-hmm. anybody around me in case mm-hmm. I was sick and didn't know it. And it was also to show respect for people who were wearing masks. Mm-hmm. So going into a store where everybody who worked there had to wear a mask, I felt right. like I want to show them I respect them and I'm protecting them. Mm-hmm. So, so that was for me, that's how, how mask wearing was for me. And so it was at times quite difficult to be around somebody who wasn't wearing their mask correctly, right. or wasn't wearing one. Um, Cause to me, then it was saying that they don't care about my health or the health of mm-hmm. the workers in the store mm-hmm. that may or may not have been what they were saying, but that's how I interpreted it. Yeah. So yeah. I really did have to work on my mindset to be on the plane, knowing that not everybody on the plane thinks like me. Yep. And that's okay. <laughs> and and not and even on the best of days, we're not all thinking the same things. There's right. other, you know, this this conversation over the course of the past several months, either on TV shows or written, it it always leads into um, a quote from an airline industry expert. It's like, yes, it was unfortunate, and the, the masks were one thing, but you don't really want to know the rest of the things about the plane that that even under normal circumstances, I know, I know, don't want to know. So, but that, you know, that reminds me too with, with flying because, um, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to the cabin crews. It's oh, not a terribly glamorous job to begin with um, dealing with the public, but they were the ones. And one of the flights I was on a little bit earlier on that's, I was talking to one of the flight attendants and she said, yeah, I basically am the school, you know, the schoolyard, you know, p- patrol here, yeah. walking up and down the aisles, telling people to put the mask on. And yeah. it's just been, you know, um, yeah, not a fun job for them either. But, um, and when I first started, my brother travels a great deal. So he had some, he, and he didn't travel during the bulk of this, but when I did need to, to take a trip, he got, gave me some guidance of, you know, just bring the wipes on, touch all the touch points, the air vent, the window shade, the, oh, and they also advise sit near the windows because there's less people coming past you. Yes. Um, the, you know, the buckle, the, and everything. And he said, and your headrest. And I hadn't even thought of the headrest. Oh, yeah. So the first couple of trips I had, I just took like a, a small face cloth that I didn't even use much anymore or whatever, but I'd bring it home and I'd wash it. And I, in one, one airline, it tucked in really nicely back there <laughs> and I have to change planes where I was going. And it wasn't until I got to my destination, it's like, crap, I left it, the, the toweling or the cover on, oh, the, no. on the other plane. Oh, no. And I did that coming home too. And then I finally went, forget it. I'm bringing paper towels the next time. Like yeah. I'm not going to leave a trail of tea towels and dish, dish towels throughout the, the, you know, the aircraft around the country. So right. um, all, these, all these cleaners are like, who is this person? I know, leaving I know. these behind. And, you know, and again, just, you know, peep the 80% and the 20%, who only yeah. knows what, you know, to me, that seemed normal. Who, who knows what other precautions other people took and left behind afterwards? I know. So, um, I so know. yeah, so I stopped leaving towel, you know, trail of dish towels <laughs> behind me. But, um, but yeah, it was, it's, it was, yes, it was, it was daunting. But, yeah. yeah. It's, it's but, so interesting as we are um, 
emerging from what for many of us is is a lockdown. I know that not everybody mm-hmm. lives in a place that was kind of locked down like it was right. here. Um, just it's interesting to see the different things that matter. So the people who are super excited to get back out and travel and like yourself, you have reservations and you're ready to go. Yeah. And people like myself, who even though you would have predicted that would have been me, somehow that isn't me. Yeah. And, um, you know, the people on the plane who there, I'm sure there were people on my plane who were more worried about masks than I was. Uh-huh. And then the people who were less worried about masks than I were. And so we're just, we're all navigating such different like yeah we all have to make our own choices that yes there are some rules still masks Mm -hmm. on planes but there Mm -hmm. are others where there's there's not a rule and you get to just decide and it's a funny time to be to be making choices because Mm -hmm. people I mean it's always true that people are making different choices but right now it I don't know it just it somehow feels different and so well, because the stakes are a lot higher than, yeah. than just the normal. And, and I know that you and I are talking, having this conversation and we're talking about the pandemic as if it is essentially over, right. but I know we both know it isn't over and there are still right. pockets of places in this country and there are still pockets of places in other countries. Absolutely around the world that are, yeah. With it in, in a quite severe way mm-hmm. and those people are not talking about hey let's get on airplanes and no no and as fun travel. as it is to talk about as a topic you're right there is as a global pandemic there yeah. still is a global impact for a lot of people and also a lot of countries and and yeah, yeah. that are still in dire straits yeah and i think that i think that's a little bit of what's holding me back still mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm not really over it's mostly over so i i'm trying to find the balance of you know i don't want to become a hermit yeah but i also want to make sure you know i'm not contributing to any of this i don't know that's a great way to put it yeah yeah, as we think about it but you know we're getting it's very close to time to wrap up what are some Uh final i know we got a little off the topic of travel but but it was related to it because it's so it still is a very it we're all still very aware of it we are we are what uh i don't know what are your final thoughts on this summer and travel and and what it's going to be like here where things really are different for us Mm -hmm. i I think that individually it's going, there'll be an appreciate, I, I have an appreciation for being able to do it um, more so than I did before. I, I also would appreciate, and to be able to spend the time with the friends that I want to spend time with. Um, like you were just saying that there is still some um, that there's a lot more. We know that there's countries like India that are just being decimated by this. So, um, so not knowing, you know, in six months, and I have been having this thought recently, it's like, what if in six months we're, it's back again, or the measures need to be taken. But so I think bottom line, I think it's all about just appreciating the opportunities that we have now to do it maybe to restore our, um, our well-being by, mm-hmm. by having the change of scenery 
and um, just continue to appreciate the ability to do it while we can with, with the precautions, whatever precautions we need to take. Yeah, that's a great point, really appreciating the opportunity mm -hmm. to travel, spend time outdoors, spend time with our friends. Mm -hmm. um, it is a good reminder to cherish those things. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you everybody for listening today to our Thanks, ramblings folks. about friendship and pandemic <laughs> and travel. Um, all right, Terry, well, thank you very much. And I will see you You're on the podcast. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye-bye.